welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Sean Sheik on the line. He's the co-founder and managing partner over at Pivot CMO. Sean, welcome to the show. Adam, thanks for having me. I really appreciate the time. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Pivot CMO and how you're helping companies scale. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, sure. So it actually started pretty young. I mean, as a kid, I used to write down in notebooks all the businesses, business ideas I had. Um, obviously, when I was really young, I was thinking really small, like, how can I start a lawn mowing business or a gardening <laughs> business just to make, you know, some extra bucks over the summer? Um, but when it really started was in high school, uh, I was actually our ASB, like Associated Student Body Treasurer, and um, we had a lot of companies calling us asking, you know, for payment for things like T-shirts and, you know, school-related things that we were buying from these printing companies, and um, they were basically not getting paid on time, and I, I saw an opportunity to basically do a little arbitrage where I could get them paid earlier, and then I would get kind of like a cut. Um, so, what? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of hacking the system, uh, but um, that kind of snowballed into me going to meet with this printing company and saying, like, hey, you know, why don't I just be your guy at all these schools since I know all the other ASB people and, you know, you give me a, a cut and I'll make sure that you, you can cut through some red tape. You have to get paid faster. Uh, the margins are razor thin there, so, like, they, they really care about cash flow. Um, and then I also ended up starting to do websites as well. Um, I think a lot of people start with doing websites for, for businesses and for, for schools and, um, it kind of snowballed and, uh, it was just nice having a little bit of extra pocket money, um, in high school and, um, that kind of snowballed into, you know, I really like just having my own business and, and making money. Um, so, you know, that, that led me into just trying a lot of different startup ideas and things like that. And yeah, it's, it's been a really fun journey, uh, over time. Oh my gosh, I love that story. You you were you literally were the uh you were the you're the mafia of student body. <laughs> you want you want a t shirt printed, you come to you. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's awesome. And you and you and the the good thing though is that you, you really did serve a need. You helped them with their cash flow, you helped, you served as that bridge and you broke your deals. That's an, that's amazing, um, for you to have that foresight that young. Um so if if somebody's listening to this, you know, there's some younger just getting started, le less tenured entrepreneurs than you listening right now, and, and they're maybe getting started on their first or second venture. What kind of advice would you give them on going out there and, and kind of getting their business going? Yeah, I think especially when you don't have a whole lot of experience, you shouldn't talk too big. I mean, it's, it's good to dream really big and have a really understanding of where the business can go, but really focus on making that first 100 or $1,000 and the learnings that come with that. I also find that a lot of entrepreneurs are like, well, we're going to make millions and millions of dollars or it's going to be a billion dollar company, but they don't have a single customer or they haven't talked to any customers before. So how I've gotten to every single business I've started is we actually started with the customer and then we ended up falling into the business. So for example, in that t-shirt business, the customer was already there. I was just trying to find a way to make it a little bit better and, and make some money on the, on top. So I think just finding that first customer um, before like projecting out the entire project or something like that can be a really good way to 
understand if it's worth your time and uh, making a little bit of money, a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, or you know, a thousand dollars is really rewarding, and um, it can be a really inspiring way to kind of feel the rest of what you do. Oh man, I, I love that, and you're right. Getting you're doing, um, it, it feels a lot better than working for free. Is what it comes down to. And when you think about that motivation and that gut check to keep going, it's really nice to have money in the bank to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Sean, I want all great advice. Um, uh, and so let's change it up a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing at, oh, as co-founder and managing partner over at Pivot CMO. Um, so how are you helping client, uh, companies scale? What, what kind of things are you helping companies with? Yeah, so how Pivot CMO kind of started was after I sold my last company in 2017, um, we were venture-backed and things like that. We I spent a lot of time just mentoring and advising startups, um, some venture backs, some not, but working with a lot of VC firms to just mentor and advise. Um, and it kind of snowballed into, hey, can you do the marketing for us? Um, and a lot of the advice we gave early on was a lot of the more growth hacky things. So, um, you know, in the early stages of a lot of companies, a lot of founders will be like, well, if I could just email 500,000 people, we'll get purchases. So, you know, we, we'll talk about a lot of the more growth hacky things like that. Um, but also the more traditional scalable models, um, so paid ads, Facebook ads, Google ads, things like that, um, SEO help, email help, landing page help. Um, you know, I'd say about 60% of the people that we work with are really early stage startups um, that have made no money at all or, you know, made very little money at all. And the goal is to really just help them scale as quickly as possible. So um, a part of that is is helping them understand which marketing channels they should be on. Um, understanding like which test they should be on, how to prioritize that, how to prioritize budget. If there's no budget, how to prioritize getting some budget going. Um, then for the other 40%, it's really uh, companies that are maybe doing a little bit better that aren't really efficient. Um, we bring a pretty good growth mindset to everything. So having been founders and having had no money at, a, at any given time and having to grow a business, um, you know, you look at you look at businesses very different than, uh, people that you know might have had like a corporate job or something like that. So we go in and really help with with efficiency and optimizing. So um, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting journey so far. Um, helped a lot of companies go from literally zero to uh, millions of dollars a year and raise their next round of funding um, on the startup side, and then helped other companies switch from you know wholesale models to like direct to consumer models um, and things like that. And yeah, it's just been a really good rewarding experience so far. So, you know, uh, um, you've obviously worked with a lot of companies, and I know this is going to vary from company to company, um, but what do you find are some of the common themes? Because I know themes arise. Um, for some of these companies that maybe have zero in revenue and they're looking to, you know, really get get the company started and they're they're making some mistakes, what are the common themes and mistakes that you find people are making? Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. Not working the, with the right people um, is one thing. So, for example, if you were going to go test out a certain marketing channel and you just brought someone in because they kind of know what they're doing, so like, like let's just say Facebook ads, for example, if you're not using the best person or you're not using someone that knows the platform really well, then you're probably just wasting money. Um, you know, at the end of the day, when whenever you test a marketing channel, you want to give it its best shot. Um, you kind of want a binary answer of whether or not it's the right channel for your product. Um, so I think that's, that's the first thing. I think the second thing is not willing to, to take bets or, or to take risk. Um, with any sort of marketing, you can't ha have guaranteed results. A lot of people come to me and they say, well, I'm only going to do this if I know it's going to work. Um, and 
you know, if that was the case, I'd be a billionaire by now. Um, <laughs> so it's important to understand that you're going to have to take some sort of risk, whether it's a time risk or a capital risk. So we always advise founders to basically get like, you know, a notebook or an Excel sheet out, list out, you know, your 10 or 15 different marketing ideas and channels, make another column that, that says the budget that you're going to need to truly test these out to see if they're serious or not. Uh, and then the third, how much time it's going to take. And then use those three variables to prioritize because there are probably a lot more cheaper, quicker things that you could just try and knock out in the day. Um, if those things work, great. Um, if they don't, then you can move on to the more expensive things. But I think having that like prioritization list is really important when you when you think about um, holistic marketing. Um, and, and lastly, I think it's just not talking to enough people and getting enough ideas. I mean, mm-hmm. um, we do a lot of consultations. I'm always happy to talk to founders over the phone and give them some feedback and ideas on, on what they should be doing. So I think just understanding that there's just so much you can do in the world of marketing and making sure you're talking to the right people and getting the right advice. Um, because marketers are always willing to give free advice. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so if somebody's listening to this, Sean, and if they want more information on Pivot CMO or to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do it? Yeah, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So if you add me, I'll add you back. Just leave a nice message. Um, you can also visit pivotcmo.com. That's P-I-V-O-T-C-M-O.com. Um, or just shoot me an email. I'm pretty responsive. I try to get to all of them. Um, my email is just Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at pivot, P-I-V-O-T-C-M-O.com. Um, get a lot of emails. Try to answer all of them, even if it's just, uh, um, you know, quick feedback or something like that. So, so, feel, so feel free to reach out. That's awesome. Well, hey, Sean, I really appreciate you um, coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and also um, all the great work you're doing over at Pivot CMO. Uh, To the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Sean, thanks again for coming on the show.